Welcome back to the channel. Like always, my name is Jose Naharo and I am a self-taught investor looking for investments to grow my long-term portfolio through fundamental analysis. I am very excited about today's episode and lately the past two episodes I've, I've been talking about Athpoint and APXT which is the company that's going to merge with Athpoint to bring Athpoint public. In my past two episodes I've been kind of I want to say bullish with that company but as a long term investments uh, as a long term investor it's always good to know both sides of the story it's never good to just close your mind and understand only the pool case of the company so today's episode i actually want to take a look at the bearish case of this company and take a look more at what are some of the high risks that come with buying or owning this company but before we start with today's episode make sure to smash that like button it helps so much with the youtube algorithm and i truly truly appreciate it also on the description and the pinned comments you should see a link to my discord channel it's free to anybody that wants to join we have over a thousand members i post every time i buy and sell there and like i mentioned it's free to anybody finally you should also see a link to weeball.com if you sign up and deposit 100 dollars we both get a free stock i think right now they're doing a special we might get two or three free stocks it'll definitely say when you sign up all right so like i mentioned right today we are going to take a look at apxt and i do believe this will probably be my last video on them for some time uh, if you guys haven't checked them out i did the first video which was more of the fundamentals of what the company does then i took a look at them and and some questions that viewers were having and now in this episode i'm gonna do more of a, a bearish case scenario in my opinion just see some of the risks that come with it like i mentioned it's always good for any investors to know both sides of the story this doesn't these understanding both sides of the story doesn't mean you have to jump to the other side but always understanding the risk is such a great thing about owning a company right it's always good to understand what would be the things that run this business out uh, uh, that run this company out of business what are some of their biggest threats right now so if those threats do come in hand or do come in the future we understand how to deal with them or what would happen in that scenario so there are six risks that we're going to take a look at first um and the first risk is pretty simple this is a spac deal so right risk number one spac deal so what does that mean since this is a special purpose acquisition company and they're not expected to close this acquisition until quarter one of 2021 there is a risk that this merger might not happen if this merger does not happen most of the time with the spac deals they have a a price that it returns back to so right now i do believe the price i could be completely wrong would be ten dollars so right now it is sitting at fourteen dollars so there is that risk of losing that money because the transaction does not happen or the merger doesn't happen anything can happen within now till when the merger is expected to close so it's never a guaranteed deal until the final papers are signed and i do want to appreciate two people that kind of um, posted on my youtube comments earlier today and they kind of brought some great points to this and we're going to mention some of them the first one by, was by we and he mentions there seems to be some red flags on the company like how it has been in business for 10 years and only capturing three percent of the market shares this is one of the topics we are going to talk about 
And the other one is going to be Timo. He mentioned that AppPoint is definitely one of the weaker companies out of the five. He's kind of respond, um, mentioning right now that AppPoint in one of their presentations, they mentioned that there's only five software companies right now that are seeing strong revenue growth, that are positive earnings before interest and taxes, and that are also making over $150 million in revenue. And he's saying that they don't believe belong in that category. So we're going to take a look at those questions. So I do appreciate this. And remember, I don't I'm not one that would get mad about someone having a bearish case in any of the companies I own or in any of any of the companies I'm looking at. I personally like it because it helps me see the other side of the story. And as an investor, that's the greatest thing coming in with an open mind, trying to understand others, others response and others thought process in a company but before we go any further guys don't forget to check out my second channel jose naharo entrepreneur where i pretty much post videos of becoming successful or making money outside the stock market one of the so remember that's jose naharo entrepreneur and i truly appreciate the support so risk number two is like we we saw with one of the youtube comments it's, it's not in the league in the same league as this other us the, all these other competitors so Point mentioned that there's only five companies right now at laissian ring central service now zoom info and zoom that are making over 150 million dollars in revenue that have 25 percent revenue growth and that have over 10 percent margins in earnings before interest and taxes and the reason he considers them not in this same league and i checked it is that Point is the only one for this year making close to 150 million dollars the only the second one is going to be zoom info zoom info is expected to make about 500 million dollars so about three times the size of Point and all the other companies here that we're looking at right here are all making over one billion two billion dollars in revenue so obviously you would expect that kind of revenue growth for companies a lot bigger but he's saying hey for Point, if 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 you're only seeing 150 million dollars in revenue i want to see a lot more growth and that's completely understandable so this is risk number two even though they are in that category I, i wouldn't say they're in the same league as those other companies now comes risk number three risk number three is volatility like i mentioned this is a back deal so with that it's gonna come with a lot of volatility we're gonna see crazy updates like we saw on friday where it was 30 percent days and after hours is up another eight percent so volatility works both ways we can see strong bad days as well i wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a single day of down 10 percent 15 percent those days are possible with volatility with the volatility this company is bringing especially as we get closer to to the to the merger if it happens if any bad news come throughout that process it's gonna make this a wild ride so i do want to say risk three volatility is a, a risk and this is a risk for those that have weak hands if you have weak hands what happens is you end up selling in bad in those bad days and end up losing money so volatility in the whole thing i don't ever consider volatility a risk it's part of the game but i do believe that there's many people that make it a risk because they have weak hands and end up selling when they see a 10 percent drop day and as long as one needs to understand that those types of days are not impossible especially with a company like this 
Risk number four, someone mentioned it. How is it possible that this company has been in the market for over 20 years, partnership with Microsoft, and they're still only hitting 3% of the market share? This shows that they're not that great of a company. So that would be the case. I I actually, this is a a one to understand. I, I actually agree with all the other risks that I saw, but this one, I honestly don't consider too much of a risk. And the reason is... This would be true if the total addressable market was flatlined, right? If the amount of Microsoft 365 users have been flatlined since the beginning of the company, uh, since the beginning of AppPoint. But that is not the case. Microsoft 365, as we've seen in Microsoft earnings, those users continue to grow and grow and grow every quarter and seeing strong growth. So if the total addressable market share is increasing at faster levels than new customers of AppPoint, then obviously that that total market share that they have right now is gonna be a small portion, right? We're still seeing an increase of total marketable shares and we're also seeing an increase of half point users even though you're seeing an increase of half point users that total market share is not going to move much it might actually even decrease depending on how fast microsoft 365 is growing so but again it's something to take a note of and understand what's the risk there number five microsoft dependent and this one is actually one i do consider a risk but i kind of wrote it off and the reason why microsoft dependent most of this company's revenue comes from the ability to bridge those office tools to to whatever enterprise needs the reason i wrote this off is for over 20 years they have been working with microsoft microsoft has given them plenty of partnerships award i think for the past five years they've had like best partnerships with microsoft right now AppPoint is also one of the biggest has one of the biggest research and development for microsoft tools outside of microsoft so if they've been working so well for the past 20 years this shows that they have that strong partnership and right now with a public company like this if microsoft i'm not expecting microsoft to go down anytime soon so that risk of being microsoft dependent is is not one i see in microsoft side and what I, i can actually see happening is in the future as this company continues to go public you might start seeing microsoft or some form of of trust by microsoft corporations start to buy some form of ownership into AppPoint, and that's that's personally what i see but again it is also one should understand that this is all microsoft dependent based on their office tools but based on this partnership i don't see them breaking this bridge down and saying AppPoint, we don't need you anymore instead what i would see happening is hey this bridge is helping us grab new customers i'd rather buy this bridge then cut off this bridge and make my own bridge, right? That's that's how I see it. And I feel like many business owners would see it that way. The final risk that I see uh, uh, that many people might have mentioned is weak growth, right? We can see year over year annual revenue growth. In 2019, quarter one was 18%. In 2019, quarter two was 19%. Quarter three was 23%. Quarter four was 25%. In 2020 quarter one, which was almost the beginning of COVID-19, there was a 27% growth. And in quarter two of 2020, which is already during COVID, they saw 29% year over year annual reoccurring revenue growth. What a lot of people are saying, hey, this is doing COVID section. Why did we not see stronger revenue growth during this time? A lot of other SaaS companies saw that kind of growth there. Why are we not seeing it here? And I honestly, that one is one I, I actually 
believe might have some truth to it and one i have to keep an eye out on some more the only thing i want to say is mainly due to this product that at point owns is something that all these companies that have you been using microsoft 365 already have already incorporated it's not something that they would have incorporated due to COVID situations so that's the only thing i'm seeing but regardless we are seeing revenue growth increasement every year every quarter compared to the same quarter last year so these are the cis risk of the companies that i see right now again this does not give bring me a bearish sentiment on the company but it's great to understand the other side of the story so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode like always make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to smash that like button and let me know in the comments did you guys like that i switched things around that i that i brought a bearish case instead of the previous two videos where i brought a bullish case so take care guys and good night